2: Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell.
3: Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy 2016. We're here and we're ready to have an empowering year. As we go forward, learning the techniques, learning the principles, learning how to work with universal law so we can live the transformed lives that we deserve by the power of God within us. So, to start off the year, I wanted to make sure that I gave you uh, great information. So I called a friend of mine who I will introduce momentarily because I wanted to make sure that everyone starts 2016 on purpose, living their vision, working out the vision that God gave you. So let me introduce to you the Reverend Dr. Julie Moret. Hello, Dr. <laughs> Moret. How you doing?
1: Hey, Reverend Galen. It's my pleasure, pleasure to be on with you. Thank
3: you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that my listeners have an opportunity to know who they're listening to. Uh, So for those who aren't familiar with you yet, can you tell us a a little bit about who you are and how you show up in the world?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I am a staff minister and speaker at Agape International Spiritual Center in Los Angeles, California. I have the honor of working with the founder and director of Agape, Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. And I get to travel and speak on behalf of Reverend Michael and Agape, and I give inspirational talks all across the country. And um, and I'm starting to teach at the university now. So beautiful. that's what I get to do.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. That's an empowered mm-hmm. life. And yes, uh, you know, uh, you know, I jokingly call uh, Reverend Beckwith the Michael Jordan of new thought. in in my circle everybody laughs when i say that i get the same response but i think that highly of him and i know that uh being connected to his work has been transforming for you as well and i know that you're an author so i want to ask you what prompted you to write your book what's your what how to ignite Mm -hmm. your unique brand
1: Thank you. Well, you know, I wanted to add one thing about Reverend Michael, and it's actually part of what what prompted me to write my book, is that because I, I get to work closely with him, I'm in leadership. I'm on the leadership team at Agape and uh, attend several of the the meetings with him each week. I was in meetings about five hours yesterday with him, and what I what I've gotten to see is that he's who he is on the stage is congruent with who he is behind the scenes and in a restaurant and on the street and everywhere, and, and it, it inspired me to walk my talk and be congruent. And what what happened for me is a couple of years ago, I woke up and I realized that probably for the first time in my life, I was really congruent. I, I When I would tell people that I was a professional speaker and author, it was the truth. Like, before it was really true. I still told people that because I, I felt who I was, but it hadn't happened yet. And uh, just a couple of years ago, it all kind of lined up, and I was really who I, I was living outwardly, who I knew I was on the inside for so long. And it felt so good to me to be living a congruent life and doing what I feel I'm built for, and I know what it's like not to. I know what it's like to be off. And so I, I quickly wanted to, to write my book as a kind of go-to resource guide, a, a manual to figure out How did I get here? My God, you know, my sweet, good God, how on earth did I, somebody who felt lost and unclear for so much of my life, get to a place where I get to travel and speak and sign my book and be who I feel I was built to be? And so that that was the initial inspiration for writing What's Your What is because I, I wanted help figuring out who I was. And... And what I'm here for, and when I I came up with the exercises and tools that I filled What's Your What with, and um, and I wanted to have it as a resource guide in case I ever get off track again, which which happens in life. I'd have a kind of a manual to go back to and remember who I really am. So that's a big answer, but that's that's what started it all. All
3: right, all right. So, you know, you basically prompt that. That's what prompted you to write your book, uh, and. Mm-hmm. I think what's really important out of that process is that you felt as though you were being authentic and in in integrity with with what you knew on the inside, but had yet manifested. And and that's a real big key because that gives you power. When you know you're being authentic, when you know you're living in integrity, when you know that you are living out purpose, when you know that you're being consistent with the vision, it gives Mm -hmm. you power. Confidence and motivation to go forward and go even harder. So that's you know harder and smarter. I don't want to say just harder because you know people yeah. go harder but not necessarily smarter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, there's yeah, so many definitely.
1: challenges that there's so many challenges that come up in life. That you know what is this all for? And when you find the thing that resonates, that creates a flow state for you, that's rejuvenating, even though it may be challenging. When you find when you find your zone, it makes life worth living. And, yeah. and that's what I want to really, that's what I wanted to support. That's what got me into writing the
3: book. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to somebody, excuse me, what guidance would you offer someone that could help them become more clear about their life purpose?
1: So in What's Your What, I talk a lot about qualities, the qualities of God, universal qualities. I I begin there. I say, like, what are the qualities that that thrill you, that turn you on, that inspire you? And then they're probably the same ones that that really ran your life from very early on in life. And qualities of God, when I say that, I mean things like um, the universal qualities, peace, love, joy. Prosperity, abundance, truth, justice, freedom, creativity, beauty. Now, even as I'm saying those words, you'll notice as you're listening, some, you contain all of these qualities within you, but some of them are going to have some extra juice. Some are like a buzzword for you. And so I would go for what actions, what behaviors, what activities help inspire that quality within you. And that's usually a good um, gauge of, of what you want to make sure you're doing in your life, something that brings about that, that quality. Um, Reverend Arlene Hilton is one of the ministers over at Agape and she's beauty, you know, she's just beauty. And so, you know, whenever I find her, I'm walking through the halls and she's like decorating the bulletin boards and she's picking up trash in the bathroom. And she's, you know, she's a speaker and she does so much more, but beauty is such a driving quality that as long as she stays on that, she'll blossom in every way. And so for you as you're listening right now, to become aware of what's a quality that just soars you, that sends you, and then to start seeding your life with activities that that help you feel that quality. It can be pictures, images, symbols. You know, if it's freedom or justice, you know, wh- whoever it is that that really represents that for you, you have a picture of that by your computer, and it starts to trigger that quality in your life. Does that make sense to you? Is that clear?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think mm-hmm. um, it's, it's very similar to something Joseph Murphy wrote when I mean, he said that you know, go to sl- before you go to sleep, you train your subconscious mind, and you start to meditate on aspects, aspects. Right. When we talk about beauty joy health peace prosperity i can't remember the book because you know we knew thought ministers have a lot of books so (laughs) (laughs) yes we do (laughs) extensive libraries so but i remember that him talking about qualities do you have Mm -hmm. the quality do you have the idea in consciousness and um uh, uh reverend coleman you know the person who you know, trained and, uh, you know, mentored me, she would always say that God's ideas come fully clothed. And that was her mm-hmm. way of saying that everything that is needed for the fulfillment of the ideas and the idea. And, you know, so getting consistent and finding what, what connects, what aligns with your soul is, is, you know, as H.M. Lee Katie would say is the desire tapping at the door of your soul, seeking expression, so, it's one of those things Beautiful. that it the exercises, contemplative exercises, help people get in alignment with who they are. Now, I do want to give people an opportunity to call in. Uh, the number is 888-558-6489. If you want to call and ask Reverend Dr. Julie Moret a, call, uh, a question, Lord, a question, you can call in to 888-558-6489. I'm going to say it one more time. Seven uh, sorry, eight, eight 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 five five eight six four eight nine. So now Reverend oh, wait, Kaylen,
1: can I can I just add one more thing to that last bit about the quality, why we go on qualities. I, I had a client once and I thought this was the greatest greatest experiment in and why you go off the quality and not external material goals. She she wanted to be married. That was her thing. She just wanted a man. And um and she made up her list. You know how we talk a lot about you make your, your list up of your ideal partner. And in her, in her world, her ideal partner was tall. Like, she, it, all across her thing, she wanted a tall man. And short guys kept asking her out. And so she kept saying no because she wanted a tall man. And so finally, you know, the, the pool of men asking her out started to drain down some. And so finally she went out with a short guy. She fell madly in love, and she came to me, and she was so perplexed because she said, you know, I did all this work, and I had my list, and he's short, and I want it tall. So I said, well, what's the quality that you felt you would get by dating a very tall man? And she immediately answered, I, I just thought that if I was with somebody that was really tall, I would feel protected and taken care of and like, like somebody just really could, could hold me and take care of me. And then we started talking and I realized this this gentleman who is shorter is a world class martial artist. So <laughs> she got her protection, she got her safety, it just didn't come in like the the way she thought. Our thinking can be so limited, but if you go off the quality, the quality is universal, it has no limits to it. So I wanted to make sure I add that. That's that's the reason we go off of qualities, universal quality. <laughs>
3: Beautiful, beautiful Say Thank see, you. She wanted to be protected, and she was dating Jean Claude Van Dam, <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that does matter because you know at times we don't real we, we put we put things in a box, and sometimes the box mm-hmm. is needed at early stages of learning how to condition the mind. You know, mm-hmm. but as we evolve, we expand and realize there's no box. I've been teaching that for the last week there is no box we have a box and we limit our options to what we think is possible or what we think is best but i'm not necessarily always asking the question uh to our own souls what is it that i really desire what is it that i really want and as you asked that question obviously you found out she just wanted the the safety the protection she she wanted that that those aspects more than she wanted Mm -hmm. An individual, that's an excellent example of how uh, universal law kept showing up as the result, but we're not paying attention to it because we're looking for something else, sort of similar to the, you know, in, in the midst of the flood, you know, the the car comes, the boat comes, the helicopter comes, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, and, you know, we go from there. So it's, 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 right. it's quite interesting. So
4: mm-hmm.
3: in the midst of it, let me ask you another question. Um, what do you say to someone, somebody who's clear about their purpose, but it seems like it just hasn't worked out?
1: Well, with that, I would actually reflect back to what we were just saying. You know, um, she kept getting – she ended up with this man who was – he wasn't just a martial artist, but he embodied – Uh, a sense of safety. He he carried those qualities within himself as well. So I would say if you're going for something and it doesn't feel like it's happening, I would go back to what's the quality you want to get out of going for that? If you are, uh, you know, if, if what you want is to be an author or an actor or an artist or an entrepreneur, what's the quality you feel you will get as a result of being that, whatever that is? And then... Uh, again I go back to seeding your life with with habits behaviors um, triggers symbols images pictures and and get that so that your whole environment reflects that quality that you're going for it's like they say you take one step in the direction you think you want to go and God takes 200 in the direction of your soul you know of what your soul is is most needing um, so I would I would say that it's time to build in a sense of trust as well, you know, to go to that phrase, not mine, but thine, O oh Lord, that maybe um, to bring into to your awareness a trust, to try and build trust like a, a muscle, to flex it like a muscle, that your good is at hand, your good is eternal, it's always there, and to lean in and trust it, know that your good cannot be denied. And you keep moving in the direction that you desire. And I would also say, to um, follow where there's flow, I've I, for myself. There's been you know one thing that I thought I really wanted, and I've been going for it so hard for the last couple of years, and it hasn't happened. But then this whole speaking and writing thing is like on fire, and so what I what I decided to do is is kind of surrender into that, not mine but thine. Maybe maybe. God has a bigger plan. Maybe God has a different plan. Maybe God knows something. I don't know, you know. Maybe, you know, and to and to, really, to really follow where there is flow, I keep the thing that I think I want in my heart, and, um, and I think we can do both things. So if somebody feels like they really know what they want and it just hasn't worked out yet, I say do two things. To feel what it feels like, to maybe surrender it some and to go to a place of surrender, of really practicing that mantra, not mine, but thine O lord And to practice what it feels like to trust, because maybe unclenching sometimes, maybe not holding on quite so tightly, creates flow and possibility and direction that we can't think of in our small, ego, little mind. That's, okay. that's yeah. one bit that I would share. What would you add to that?
3: Well, <laughs> what would I add to that? <laughs> yeah, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's I mean, a good I think I think you I I think you you covered a lot when 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 working and getting in alignment with purpose, you know, obviously always tell people to to get in the space of of the the quote unquote peace be still. First thing is you got to take your attention away from the appearance, because, you know, when you get so stuck on it's not working the way it needs to work, we can allow ourselves to get befuddled and disappointed. Because we're not necessarily seeing the big picture. I use their example of, of the prophet Elisha when he was on the, um, a, a, you know, sleep in on the mountain with his uh, servant. And then the enemy army came and surrounded them. And, and the, his servant woke him up and he said, oh, well, what are we going to do? They're surrounding us. And the prophet said, there's more with us than it is with them. And hmm. then, of course, the, the servant is in fear. And Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes so he can see. And in the midst of that, he saw chariots with fire-breathing horses. And we know horses are symbols of power. And the the story reminds me that at at, at times we get so stuck on the appearance, we forget the omnipotence. We have yeah, to be wow. reminded, yeah, that we have to be reminded that we're connected, that we're in alignment with the source of all good that which establishes universes and dimensions of being and that's something that we need to work on i'm looking at the time so i'm going to take a quick break uh dr julie let's um take a quick break and we'll be right back with truth transforms
4: Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. Do you ask
5: with childlike wonder, What is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop.
0: Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell.
3: Welcome back. We're back from break. I have the Reverend Dr. Julie Moret, the author of what's your what, how to ignite your unique brand on the call. Before we get back to the interview, I want to remind you that this show, along with all the shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely receive, freely give, let's help expand this New Thought Ministry, this Truth Ministry, this Empowerment Ministry via the Internet all over the world. I get uh, emails and messages and calls from Many places, including in uh, other countries other than the United States, obviously. So we want to make sure that we give people an opportunity because you just don't know how far this information can travel. So go to to Unity.fm, the website, click on the Donate button, and make a donation. If you have feedback, please go to the Contact Us on the Unity Online Radio page and you know, leave some feedback with Unity about the show. You can also contact me directly. I have a Facebook page for this show. It's called Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. It's the easiest way to contact me. I know it's an email address that they associate with the show. I check that too, but um, I'm a little quicker with the Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. So I want to make sure that that happens. also want to remind you that you can... Uh, also follow along and, and uh, hear sermons of mine on YouTube. If you Google my name, you'll see stuff pop up from Christ Universal Temple's page, which is CU Temple or other places I've spoken. Go to the website, Christ Universal Temple's website, which is www.cutemple.org for any information about Christ Universal Temple or UFBL.org for any information about the Universal Foundation for Better Living. So. Now that we've got all that out of the way, I want to remind you that you can call in and ask uh, Dr. Moret a, a question about purpose, about what makes your what, you know, what is your what and life mission and vision and any other question in general, spirituality a better living you want to ask or take advantage of the opportunity when you have people that can help you get ahead, help you do better. Always make sure that you take advantage of the opportunity to reach out and contact them. So uh, I, I want to mention that uh, uh, Dr. Moret has a, a website where she can elaborate on and contact information. And I also want to let you know that she has a special uh, on her website. So, uh, Dr. Moret, do you want to get more in detail of explaining how people can get in contact with you, how they can um, obviously get your material, your products, and um, your special on your website?
1: Sure. Uh, I'd love to connect with you on social media. I'm on everything, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, so be happy to connect with you there. And then my website is Julie, J-U-L-I-E, Moret, M the Mary, O-R-E-T dot com. And we're running a special through the end of January where you can get my book for only $15, and it'll be personalized with an inscribed blessing to you. So I'd love to have you take part in it. It's been one of the most fun things I've ever done. We started it for the holidays, and it was we were going to keep it just through the end of December. But the feeling of being able to write a prayer for somebody like on the spot and mail it to them has been so um, and so heartwarming for me. It's it's been so satisfying. So we're running it through the end of January, and I, I hope you'll take advantage of it. It's the book's uh, on sale for 15 bucks, and you get it personalized with uh, an inscription.
3: Good? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, again, if people want to call, if you want to call in, 888-558-6489. So, let me ask you another question. To the person mm-hmm. who's struggling right now and doesn't have the luxury of sitting and contemplating that life pur- purpose, what do you say to that person?
1: Hmm. Wow, that covers so many millions of people on the planet right in this moment, doesn't it? Um, The the first thing that I would say is that for those of us that do not wake up every day needing to go out and hunt and forage for food and shelter for the next night, and for those of us that don't have to spend our day making sure we keep our kids out of bomb's way, if that's not your lot, then we carry a moral mandate to be pumping up the volume of positivity on the planet, and that's not spiritual speak. That's not airy fairy speak. Um, astrophysicists say if you wave your hand in one place, it has ripple effects that extend to the farthest star. So if if you're if you're not in survival mode right now, then we really carry a moral mandate. It's our job to have a strong spiritual practice so that we are raising the volume of um, of of peace and grace, and love on the planet. And that's a real thing. And we do that through through daily meditation, through daily prayer. And the prayer isn't a begging, beseeching prayer. The prayer is a prayer of gratitude for the good that's already here um, and, and welcoming in more of, of like kind. So it's, it's about, um, for those of us that aren't in survival mode, it's our job to keep raising the vibration of good because it's so easy to think that, my gosh, things are just getting worse and worse. If you listen to the news, but the truth is, um, and Harvard cognitive scientist Steven Pinker really, really um, spoke brilliantly to this. He numbers, run the numbers, and he has proved that world violence is actually trending downwards. Okay. Things are not worse worse today than they were in past years. World violence is trending downwards. You want to say something?
3: Yes, I, you have a caller. Yes. I just want—I know you were in the flow. I didn't want to stop you, but I wanted to acknowledge the caller. Caller, are you online? Okay, let's
1: jump okay. in. Let's do it. Yes, I am. Hi.
3: Hello. What's your name?
6: Kay Cooksey.
3: Hello, Kay. How are you doing?
6: Welcome. How oh, I'm doing fantastic. Um, I believe I have a, a pretty relevant question for you. Um, I think you're touching on it briefly as we're speaking, but... There are those who uh, certain times in their life where they're experiencing a lot of uh, people who are making their transitions out of their life, or they're in a, a yes. dark place. How do you connect with them with regards to helping them find their purpose? Because it's it's kind of yes. ha- hard to find a purpose when you feel like you're just in a dark place and there's there's no way out. I mean, how do you yes. how do you get out of that to 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 realize that you do have a purpose. Mm,
1: that's, that's so beautiful, and it is so very, very true. Um, it, it, it's, so, it's so easy in our lives. You know, I, I go to meetings every day, and I'm around people, and we all seem like we're fine and normal. And then when you get past the facade, You find out somebody's going through a divorce. Somebody's pet just died. Somebody's, you know, we, we are in life and life has so much stuff to it. And I, I completely appreciate what you're saying. Um, three months ago, my home, my home flooded and in a day, my home was destroyed and I was out and it was, um, it was catastrophic. That's not even really being too dramatic. It was really a lot, and I I really went to the place you're talking about. I kind of felt like I kept turning down speaking opportunities. I felt like I have nothing to say. Like, what's the point in all this? What am I really here for? And so, the first baby step that I would that I would recommend here is um, to get to the source of your spiritual good. Where? What place? what what sources you, what feeds you, what nurtures you. For some people, it's nature. Um, for me, it's the Agape International Spiritual Center community. And, and it may feel hard to do that at first. You know, I really felt like I wanted to be in a cave. I didn't want to be around anybody. Um, but slowly, I would get myself into Agape, and I can remember, it took weeks, but I remember one day I was sitting... in in service and like a miracle happened. Reverend Michael Beckwith was up on stage and I felt something. And that's the miracle because I had been numbed out for weeks. I felt nothing for weeks. But all of a sudden, and here's the 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 truth, that right where you are, no matter who you are, where you are, what you have been through, what you are going through, your spirit is eternal. Your spirit is ever-renewable. No matter who you are, no matter where you have been, no matter what you are going through, our spirits are renewable. That's the most extraordinary thing because we go through some stuff, don't we? But there's something renewable about you. So you get to the source of your spiritual good. the miraculous happens for me when I'm sitting there, and after feeling like, you know, my life is over, I had a good run, I, I, I did some talks, I got a book out, and now I'm done. Like, I, I didn't think I had anything left. And then I felt something because I got myself to a place where music, I mean, simple things, I'm talking really simple things. If you are go- in a dark place right now, what music stirs your soul and helps you, helps soothe you? You know, we've got the Agape Choir and Ricky Byers back with and Charles Holt and Jamie Lula and this whole cadre of extraordinary singers who don't just sing but they heal, and so I would say, you know, find a piece of music that helps helps you get back to your your something that nurtures you or soothes you. You want to start by being soothed and loved. You want to get around the source of your spiritual good to get spiritually fed um, to to. to Get get in get some nature going. These little little baby steps, and get support. Get support groups. I have a very dear, dear friend who just lost her her husband. He passed, and she's somebody that doesn't believe in therapy at all. But she got herself into a support group, and it's like something new is is blooming inside of her. So, um, that that's what does that what does that feel like to you? What are those K? Is that your name? K? Yes. So, what are um, it, what are some of those steps?
6: Well, it, it, it's amazing. Um, all those steps are are, are they hit home, um, mm-hmm. especially you're talking about the Agape Church, which I, I know is fantastic. It's it that it, it is an amazing space to be it in is. when it you're is. trying to recover or heal. Um, mm-hmm. it, he, he's such an amazing being of light uh, to everyone. Um, Unfortunately, we – well, unfortunately, we don't have Dr. Michael Beckwith, but we've got uh, uh, Reverend Galen at Christ <laughs> Reversal <Churchill> Temple. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: He's a dynamo, <laughs>
6: yes. Absolutely. And that's where we, we get our spiritual light from. But um, mm-hmm. the music and 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 for those um, who are in that, that dark and twisted place, for lack of a better word, um, mm-hmm. Hopefully there is somebody near who's listening that can can reach out and and stick out a hand and be that light in the darkness to say "Hey um I'm here for you it's 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 okay um mm-hmm. just, uh, people especially like you mentioned about your friend who's whose uh husband made that transition yes there's that and especially it seems to happen like all of a sudden, one time a year. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Like all of a sudden, several people are making their transition. You're like, "What
1: is going on?" Yes, that and, just happened at Christmas. And, but
6: mm-hmm. you know, you, you
1: also, I also want to break it down to um, going to the sor- to the source of your spiritual good, getting to a spiritual community. That's really important. But I would get even more intimate than that, like. Agape has a twenty four hour prayer hotline, and I would get call. I would call into the prayer hotline. I would I would receive prayer one on one. I would, you know, we have we have practitioners at Agape. Do y'all, Galen, do y'all have a similar thing? We
3: have. We to have a prayer line. The we have ministers who who counsel practitioners. Our yes. practitioner is more licensed teacher because we come we follow more of the model when Reverend Coleman came out in Unity. So it's ministers licensed teachers we used Great. to have licensed counselors but we don't have those anymore all the ministers do the practitioner work quote unquote
1: that's beautiful i think that that's what's that's another really important step is to be willing to ask for help you know i i kind of when i was going through this flood thing i kind of felt like i'm a minister i'm a spiritual leader i should be able to handle this and i really soldiered on like i didn't skip a beat i kept doing my thing i was i had like two outfits the first several weeks, and I just kept showing up. And finally, I had to stop. And I had to get with my practitioner and say, like, I, I feel broken inside. I'm like, there's something that's been shattered. I know I will be rebuilt, and I know it will be newer, and I know it will be better, but I need to honor where I am. And so I had to be willing to ask for help. And if you're listening and you're in that place right now, and I know it seemed like there was a huge exodus at Christmas time. That's That's what it felt like over... Over in, in Agape, um, with people transitioning, I would say get get some support, reach out and and get help, get loves, get 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 some some support. Yeah,
3: beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you, Kay, Absolutely. for the call. De- Thanks, Kay. Uh, thank
6: you. Uh huh. Yeah,
3: definitely, definitely. Uh, because I think that helped a lot of people. It's a lot of people that suffer in silence and depression. Yes. And, yeah. And I think it's a lot harder for men to admit it as well because, you know, being macho, being tough, not necessarily sharing uh-huh. our emotions, but, you know, we can talk about the, our latest, you know, our favorite sports team, but not necessarily address the things that are going on in the soul. Uh, it's it's oh. really important to get a structure around you that supports your well-being and... You know, and when things aren't necessarily going right with someone that you love and go and be a person that can support them, you know, that, you know, the when somebody is having a nightmare, you don't go in the nightmare and try to console them. You try to wake them up. And sometimes the waking up is being the space of truth, love, compassion and grace that allows them to see the alternative. So it's, it's really yes. important support that you need to make sure that you can come out. I say call people, pray, uh, go to every class, workshop, seminars, Sunday service, midweek service, anything else you can get in alignment with to get your blessing uh, as a, as and, and- a, go ahead, excuse me.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited, I keep wanting to interrupt because I'm so excited about what you're saying and there's so many things that keep coming to mind and one of them is if somebody's going through financial challenges, I, I remember I used to keep, uh, you know, a pros, you can keep a prosperity book, Edwin Gaines or Catherine Ponder's Dynamic Laws of Prosperity and I would read just like a, a, a page or two a day and that helps get back on track and focus on what you do want as opposed to what you think you don't have and then um, the other thing that I wanted to share about somebody that may be in a challenging time is to really tend to your structures, your internal structures, so that more than ever, then you want to make sure you're drinking lots of fresh, pure, clear, clean water. I'm talking basic things. I'm talking nuts and bolts, you know, real concrete things that make a difference. What's your food like? Make sure you're you're getting the sugars and the carbs way down, and you're eating lots of fresh, healthy. Um, vegetables and and fruits and um, and exercise. The reason that I wanted to bring that up is you, you mentioned men sometimes not wanting to share their their feelings as readily. For anybody, man, woman, um, when you have something emotional going on, emotions flow. They don't. They if, if as long as you let yourself feel them, they'll move. And a great way to get them moving out is is by physical exertion. So to go for a brisk walk to get yourself moving, maybe, you know, in the privacy of your own home, turn on a piece of music that that um, moves you and move to it literally, and that will help you get your emotions, your feelings moving. It's powerful. So there's these little steps we can take to become unfrozen, these little you, steps you can take to get back on track, and they, they have um, massive dividends. Ben, it, yes. Sorry to interrupt. Yes. I just get so passionate about this. Because I know what it is I have to be suffering and to get back on track. Yes? I was going to say, I have it, one it, more well, question.
3: we need to hold just for the question, just for one moment, <laughs> or ask the question, and we need to take a break. Uh, we need what to take one more your, break, like, like in seconds. So okay. please ask the question.
6: Okay. What okay. was your, your signal from the universe that you needed to find your purpose? What was that spark or what was that little message from the universe?
3: Okay, okay I'll so,
1: listen to that up, up, up over the break, okay? And then I'll
3: All come right. back. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, we're going to break with True Transforms.
5: You ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you're just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop.
2: You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Rev. Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms.
3: All right, we're back to Truth Transforms. We still have the caller Kate on, and she had a question um, that uh, she asked Reverend Julie before the break. So, Reverend Julie, please go forward and answer the question, please. Uh,
1: so the question was about following this, the signs of the universe, you know, paying attention to the universal signs, and 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 that's such a key and important thing. Um, one, one of the ways that I've known that I'm on track, because I, as I was sharing earlier, the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing, and it felt like hitting a brick wall at every turn, and then this other area of this writing and speaking just took off, and so one of the ways that I know I'm on track is I had been, um, as I was going through this flood experience, I didn't want to... Um I just wasn't moved to be on social media. And then I felt bad because I thought I'm supposed to be posting regularly if I want to have any kind of career. And, and all of a sudden, like in a day, I got so many unsolicited posts of people telling me one person who'd heard a talk from a couple of years ago, and he was struggling with addiction then, and it helped him get back on track. I went into Agape one day um, uh, about four days ago, and somebody had read my book, What's Your What?, said that it changed his life and went through the effort of finding my website, JulieMarath.com, finding my PO box and mailed in a check of $5,000. That's a univ- That's a sign from the universe, Kay. I think that's a sign from the universe saying that something I'm wow. doing is resonating and on point. And so that's where I say, you know, not my will, but thine, not mine, but thine, O no Lord, you go where there's flow. And, in that one day, I had so many people post and take it upon themselves. One person did this whole thing on mode.com of all my different speaking clips. I didn't ask for that. You know, I felt I was feeling badly because I wasn't, you know, marketing myself properly. And all of a sudden, these other people are marketing me. Um, and, and you know, I, got, I have two magazine articles that are due on Friday of this week. So and and Reverend Galen invited me to be on this show so that's a way that I know that I'm in a flow so i would i would invite people to take a look around and notice what 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 comes uh, I hesitate to say easily, but it's, it's where there's flow. And the reason why I hesitate to say easily is because it'll, it'll cost you everything. When you're in the flow, when you're doing what, what you're meant for, it will be challenging to your core, but it's the best ever kind of challenge. It's the kind of feeling where you lay your head down at night feeling utterly exhausted, but so well used. And I think when you're in that zone, when you do something where the hours pass and it, uh, you know, feels like minutes, then you know you're on point. Does that answer your question? Oh, and then on the opposite end of that, you know, my family had been feeling for quite a while that we wanted to move. Um, But, you know, we had all of our reasons why we weren't ready to move yet, and we were going to stay in our teeny tiny little place. And then finally one day, the universe kicked our butts out of our house. Literally, our home flooded. We could not be in there. And as a result, we, we ended up not moving back. And I'm in a place now that is, way, way larger, very, very spacious, and so that's another way that the universe gives you a message. We had all these little knocks on the door for years, you know, time to live a more congruent mm-hmm. life. That's that's one thing my husband and I were just saying to ourselves the other day as we were, you know, walking across this huge space that we now live in, is that this feels more congruent with who we are today. This feels like it. Re- it feels right and we didn't answer the little knocks because we were playing safe and small and safe, really. And finally, we, you know, the universe said, all right, I'll give you a knock. I'll give you another knock. All right, I'm going to give you like a punch to the gut. Get out. Move on. It's time to expand. It's time to spread your wings. <laughs> so I hope people will take their little knocks. I hope you take your little knocks. That's, that's yeah. the message
3: there.
6: <laughs> yeah to
3: say the least yeah that's that's a powerful mm-hmm. answer powerful answer thank you so much for that answer but did, did that satisfy the soul okay
1: yes it did thank you very much Reverend Julie yeah thank you for calling in so glad to have you thank you have a good day
3: mm-hmm. you, I, you know you know uh because you know me, uh, Julie, as you were speaking, the first thing that popped in my mind was I need to let people know they can mail checks to me at Christ Universal Temple. That's right, <laughs>
1: Reverend Galen. That's Reverend like, Galen,
3: if you've been blessed, one one nine zero one South Ashland Avenue, Chicago, Illinois six
1: zero six four three. Amen. Amen. <laughs> A uh,
3: care of Reverend Galen McDowell. Anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and for all of us, and for all of us that right where you yeah. are, that you you embrace that, that you open up yeah. unexpected yeah. good and unexpected in unexpected places. Reverend Cheryl Ward's been having this prosperity prayer that, that uh, people at Agape have been doing. It's it's on our Agape Live website, and it's it's really unexpected good coming from unexpected places, receiving that and welcoming that, that, that right as you're listening right now, wherever you are, that that's who we are. We are right. open and available to all the prosperity, all the affluence, which is free flow of abundance of the universe. So to try that on in this moment and say, I'm open. You know, right. we think we know where our financial streams are coming from, but they, it could be anywhere, anywhere. And so to open to that, why not? Yes.
3: Yes, it, it, it does make a difference. So, um, you know, I had a lot more questions, but we have about six minutes to go. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that I, I, I do cover the, some main things. One of them is mm-hmm. what would you say your main message is?
1: You know what? what's becoming clear to me, and it's because of the feedback I get from people, I I really am about um, like an ounce of inspiration, doable, actionable strategies and tools. That's what What's Your What is filled with practical strategies and tools and practices that we can use to stay afloat and thrive come what may. There is too much. There is so much happening in our world. When you live in a time where my son's school was canceled a couple weeks ago, and, and my child very matter-of-factly explained to me that the reason why school was canceled that day is because the terrorists might be blowing up his building that day. Well, we're living in a day and age when that's what's happening in the world, we must have an internal infrastructure, um, strategies, tools to keep ourselves clear and straight and focused on what is true, what's really true outside of media fear-mongering, what's really true and stay focused on that and that's what my message is it's about how do you stay on track and and in a world that feels like it's lost its mind and and how do you thrive within that
3: mm-hmm. yes it, it it does make a difference and i think that that's the the context really of the whole new thought movement you know, mm-hmm. you know yeah you know, jesus's phrase don't judge according to appearances but judge righteous judgment being in alignment and allowing the Judgment of the choices that the, or the decisions that we make to be in alignment with the truth, with the principle, not necessarily with the temporal experience or existence mm-hmm. of a thing, because it can change. And right. it's 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 something else when we realize we're really a part of. Sometimes, um, you know, I look back and I realize just how important this work is and how much. You know, Reverend Coleman and the, her teachers and ministers actually invested in me. It's a responsibility
0: mm-hmm. to,
3: to, as you said, to to work towards the positivity to increase the consciousness of humanity. It's a responsibility for those who wake up. You know, I use their example. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie School Days by Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. But
0: in, the yeah. end of the,
3: in the end of the movie, Lawrence Fishburne uh, uh, goes out. In, in the midst of the campus and starts ringing a, a school bell, a very large bell, and he just keeps saying, wake up, wake yeah. up. And I think that's the responsibility of the truth presenter, the truth practitioner, the truth minister, or anybody who's been exposed to a teaching, to a philosophy, to a theology that that's empowering and helps them find God in themselves. As I say, God is in you, not like uh, a raisin is in raisin bread. God is mm-hmm. in you, like a, like the wood is in a wood lectern. You can't take the wood out of the wooden lectern and it's still a lectern. It, it wouldn't be in existence. And there's no mm-hmm. God in me. There's no God in you. And I think that it's just God as you, God as me, God as these various expressions because we individualized expressions of, of the one mind, the one intelligence that we call God. The key is, in my opinion, is once we have awakened to that. Now we have to go mm-hmm. live, because now, to, to borrow from, you know, you might not know this, but like my favorite movie is The, the Matrix. I love The Matrix. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. You know, I'm, you know, I'm going to yeah. be on, K- Carrie Ann Moss is the lead in that, and I'm going to be on her, she has a whole website. I'm going to be on her, her program again this Friday.
3: I, I love uh, the Matrix. <laughs> you gonna have to send me that information. I have a. I will. And I'm supposed to be at that I might get canceled, so I can <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm a big Matrix fan. Because yeah, once yeah. he was once he was fully awake, he was able to see the Matrix for what it is. And once we become awake, we get to see ex- situations and experiences, but we're not fooled by the personalities by the swaying moods, by the trends of finance, by the appearances of violence. Yes, we are aware of them, but we're not moved Uh from there's one presence and one power. And how can I let that light shine? And how can I be a place of transformation that gives other people permission to shine their lights? I think it's really important uh, that you you go forward, you have a unique voice and style and and way of presenting this truth and that's why i wanted to make sure that uh you were my first first guest of the year i told you when i called you i said i was praying about it and it was clear as day called you, <laughs> and asked her to be the person to start the show this year
0: and that's so awesome. i want
3: to thank you for that process i want you to give your contact information one more time because we have one minute before we have to close the show one more Beautiful. time for those who might not have caught it at the beginning
1: so connect with me at Julie Moret. M is in Mary. O R E T is in Tom. Juliemoret.com. Sign up for my mailing list. I'll let you know about upcoming talks and classes and so forth. And um, you can check out some of my speaking clips there. And and the book, What's Your What? How to Ignite Your Unique Brand, is is on sale for the next like two weeks. So hope you'll you'll check in for that
3: yeah and if you're a church out there because sometimes like, we have a certain amount of live listeners but the majority of the people listen to the downloads and the iTunes mm-hmm. Stitcher apps if you're, if you're a person out there who has an organization and you want a powerful speaker to come in and talk about purpose you have two people on the line right now Reverend Julie Moret and <laughs> Jamie <Jenny> McDowell <laughs> there have, you go I have no shame so, so thank you so much I think people will uh, be empowered uh will go back and listen to your words over and over again, allow themselves to contemplate, meditate, and pray over them, and allow it to be a seed that can help transform their lives. Thank you for being a channel for that to happen.
1: My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Reverend Galen.
3: Thank you. And to the audience, next week I won't have a live show because I have some meetings I have to go to that I can't uh, navigate around to make the show happen. So when we come back next in two weeks, we're going to have Dr. Rocco Erico, the Aramaic Bible expert. Wow, he's Wonderful. going to be talking. I'm going to interview him about the uh, the, the the real Christianity and what Jesus really taught. Is so many people out there spreading and utilizing Christianity to oppress people, to make negative uh, converse, uh, statements that divide instead of bring us together. So we're going to talk about. What did Jesus really teach, and what is Christianity really about outside of this concept of the uh, fundamentalist uh, um, concept, putting Jesus back in his context, and then how can we use that teaching to help us today? Don't miss that call. God bless you, and I'll be with you in two weeks with Truth Transforms.
4: Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: When was the last time you did something for the first time? Even if it's something you've done before, you can still choose to see it as if it were the first time. Why not look at your life with the eyes of a child? Children radiate joy and enthusiasm because everything they see and do is new to them. They are filled with awe. We can live in a world of wonder too. The thoughts we think and hold in our mind do affect our lives. Remember, choose to think on things that are lovely and beautiful, and you will see your own world blossom and transform. Today, awake to the radiant beauty of every experience as if for the first time and see the positive changes in your world. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org.